0: Can you hear me? Yeah. Hi Mackie. Hey Jesse. What are you wearing? <laughs> Let's reclaim the word basic. Let's do it. Self-awareness <laughs> is so hot. So hot. <laughs> Met her in a club.
1: What's <laughs> up?
0: Uh, my god, we're bringing up tooted and booted on a Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? What's going on? I'm good. You know, just finished a day of work. Now getting the side hustle going, getting to catch up with you. Hustle girls, baby hustle girls, CEOs. What's your good gossip? My good gossip is that NBC Universal updated their workplace conduct guidelines for reality TV shows. Now with all NBC Universal shows, there must be like psychological care of cast before, during, and after the show, which wasn't really present to them before. They're going to have like mandatory mental health professionals on sets for all reunions. That's like a new update. Um, as well as just like improved benefits, working conditions um, for unscripted realities. <laughs> Thank goodness. This has been a long time overdue. Amazing. As we all saw what happened with Vanderpump Rules reunion, Raquel could have used someone to talk to when the cameras were rolling. So yes. Um, I think this is oh a major, major step in the right direction. It's definitely a step in the right direction. I've thought this so many times before, like watching reality TV, just like how unfortunate it is that these people on our screens and the talent are essentially just kind of like puppets, right? They're being manipulated to whatever storylines the producers want to run with. And there's been a handful of times where I'm like, this is so unfair because they don't realize what's going to happen in the editing bay. And producers, definitely not you. Like, you know, there are some people who are just going to sell the story because that makes the the bag. They need money. Yeah, they're going to kind of like manipulate these people in a way so that they get a really good narrative arc. But unfortunately, most people who don't know the entertainment industry or have studied journalism, et cetera, et cetera, don't quite understand that the reality, air quotes, TV show they're watching is still somewhat scripted. Like it's not actual reality. Quotes are pieced together. And sometimes you can get a a separately different like... Meaning out of something when you piece part of the interview with a different part of the interview because the producers need a different sentence to fit the narrative. I'm totally do you want a word for this. that? There's a word for that. What's the word? It's called a Frankenbite. A Frankenbite. I feel like maybe I've heard that before. A Frankenbite. Let's just say I want you to say the word, I'm so excited. Today's my birthday. And I have, I'm so excited and I have the word today and I have like my birthday somewhere else. And if I put them together to make you say, I'm so excited today's my birthday, that would be a Frankenbite. Boom. Listeners, soak (laughs) that in. Send this to a friend who really needs to understand that reality TV is entertainment first and it's not necessarily reality TV. So don't attack these people in real life. Retweet honestly, amen. Yeah, I'm that is some really good news. I just kind of want to like copy and paste yours as my good gossip because m- mine is as simple as the Good Place TV show. Kristen Bell is having a reunion with the cast. That is some good place gossip. Oh, Ayo, ding ding, 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 <laughs> ding. Um, okay, shall we get into it? Let's do it. Okay, so on today's episode, we are highlighting the five values that us women look for in men. We're literally spelling it out for you guys because Mackie and I have been single for too damn long. So listen up, guys. (laughs) Happily single. Happily single. Happily single. Sure. (laughs) Jessie says with her fingers tied behind her back. Um, So yeah, we're going to make it real clear for you guys. Slight joke. Uh, But in all honesty, today's episode was spurred from a conversation that I had at a bar a few weeks ago when a drunk man took his best attempt at a compliment by saying, how are you two women still single? I hate that. Right? I hate that. It's the most superior backhanded compliment. I, like, I, Neil and I were laughing. And that's when I, like, I quickly shot back something like, because we're waiting for our high standard man. To which Sir drinks a lot, quickly quipped. He was like, oh, well, you know, what makes up a high standard man? And I, and I was kind of taken aback. And I think partly because I was actually more interested in the Ducks game that was playing. I didn't know how to answer him. I had to think about it. I was like, well, what, what does make up a high standard man? Mm. So. Today's episode, we digress. <laughs> we're breaking all, it down we're for all you high standard men listening wanna be high standard men, men up that are on their way to being high standard men. For Jesse and I specifically, oh. <laughs> five Listen, up. okay, so <laughs> the five non negotiables that all potential prospects must have in order to even be considered dateable. Coming in at number one, and these are in no particular order. We have, drum roll please, initiative. <laughs> if you want to go on a date, you better make the effort and you better make it known. Simple as that. Take some initiative. I went on a date recently and I was absolutely enlightened. I, I know, Jesse went on a date. Wow, Shocking. I, I was absolutely enlightened by this man's initiative. He understood the taking initiative assignment. And he honestly, he really did like raise my bar. Tell um, me about it. Okay. So the first thing I liked is once he kind of made his move and had asked for my number and was like, I'd love to take you on a date. Sure. He texted me about a day later and he's like, Hey, so what's your schedule like this week? Do you happen to have any time on Wednesday? And I just kind of like that he's, again, taking a little bit of initiative and trying to make a plan. And I had said something like, Wednesday doesn't work for me, unfortunately, next Wednesday would. But I'm also, I work late, like I'm on until 7. So if that doesn't <laughs> deter you at all, could you do something closer to 7.30 and we can meet up? And he was like, yeah, that." Totally fine. We could do something later as well. And I can come over to you for convenience. So, yeah, always. Like, if Thank it's first you. <laughs> date, make it convenient for me. Believe you're asking me out, make it convenient for me. <laughs> right. Thank you for traveling the 30 minutes to my neck of the woods because I'm also working late. And uh, yeah, it's just, you're showing me that you care. Thank you. Yeah. He also, I love this. He asked if I had any dietary restrictions. Which, <laughs> before like finding a restaurant, I was like kind of like like a little like cute. I don't know. I was like because he Very had to polite. fill it out on like the open table thing. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe. I thought that was so polite and considerate. I'm like, um, well, we live in Los Angeles where there's a vegan, gluten free, like dairy free vegetarian option on. Every menu, but I appreciate that. No, no, I don't have any dietary restrictions. <laughs> Thank you, but no. Thank and you. then, okay, so then he sent over three different options and kind of said, Do any of these sound enticing? Which I liked as well, because it was kind of this like, well, here are some options that I've looked into. They're near you, they have availability at 7 30 on Wednesday. What sounds the best to you? Kind man, kind man. Yeah. Um, sounds like Homie did his homework. Did his homework, made the reservation. And then Mackie, I think you'll like this. And maybe this okay. has happened to you a few times. I don't know. You are better at dating than I am. But <laughs> so then he goes, we've set the place location. He goes, I'm happy to pick you up if you would like me to. That was sweet. And then he goes, or, or I can call an Uber for you if you don't. And I quote, if you don't have wheels, which I love. One, because he's just like making a joke of like some people don't have cars and I like that's Mm -hmm. really considerate again that he's like I can call for an Uber for you, which I'm kind of like that's that's on me at this point. But like, damn. All right. Take some initiative, some chivalry. Yeah, you're offering to call me a ride. It's kind of giving sugar daddy vibes, but like in a good way. It is giving, it was giving a little bit of sugar daddy vibes, but then if you'd met him or seen him, you'd have been like, just kidding, not sugar daddy vibes, like very grounded, earthy man <laughs> pulling up in a 2001 Honda Civic. <laughs> right, right. Beep, beep. So I guess, you know, at the end of the day, my point is like, I appreciate someone making an effort. And that tells me that if you take the initiative, that tells me that you really do want to pursue this relationship, not to get too far on another topic. But I think that establishing a first date and having the guy come up with some ideas, establishes like, a a, don't know what the word is, but it like lets you be in your feminine energy and lets them kind of take initiative and like dominate that. Yes. Does that make sense? I don't know what the word is, though. I'm thinking out loud here with you. And and this is, I think, a big factor as to why I like it is like, I think we give a lot of like bold energy in our personal lives. But at the end of the day, like, I don't know, maybe we're kind of alpha male, but I want someone who's more alpha male. Like, I right. also want the alpha male. So please make the initiative. <laughs> right. Thank Especially you. for the first date. And it's not like you have to plan all dates forever and always. My well, number two second trait. This one's huge for me personally. Um, You need to have a great sense of humor. Yeah. And especially if we're talking about like dating and like life partners, um, being able to laugh with someone and share the same sense of humor, I think is one of the most important things in a relationship. And I think it also can determine how strong a relationship is, is like, How you guys get through tough times and like for me specifically laughter like I have a dark sense of humor shit is hard the world is tough if you cannot laugh through it with me you are not my man no and I also like with the sense of humor I think there's something about that too that can it takes you out of your every day. So you get home or you you get to the date and you might've had a stressful day. If someone's making you laugh, it, it like worries and woe is me is on pause. Like you're just sucked out of it because that's medicine right there. Like make me snort. Like I want to <laughs> snort on a date. Make me laugh so hard that I snort. That is a green flag. I love a good callback too. if someone can like subtly mm-hmm. reference something from an hour or two earlier, or like, you know, something like that, like a good callback joke. Yes, Chef's kiss, or the subtle humor where it's like, he's actually not trying to like, put on a show and make me laugh. He's just a funny guy. Listen, I'm also funny. So like, you can't Overpower me, but I need you to yes and me. Like, I need you to be on the same level. That, me. Yes. Yes. And yes, you're so right. Continue the conversation. I don't want to feel like it's all on me to like joke this, joke that, or ask the next question. It's like banter with me. Yes, mm-hmm. that's funny. And da 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 da. Or, okay. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this then? Mm, a good banter. Yeah. Honestly, Jesse, this. Trait has been so important for me that I have now coined a third date dating rule for myself. And that is that if I like a guy enough to go on a third date with him, we go to a comedy show. And that is so I can literally see what he's laughing at, what his sense of humor is, and like how he does in that environment, because that is so important to me. I think, even like, regardless of if the comedy, itself isn't that funny on the third date I love the idea because you can also kind of get a good sense for the person like if they're not laughing at the jokes and you're not laughing at them either it's like yeah we both have the same sense of humor like this isn't hitting it's it's the greatest date trick in the book I'm telling you ladies try this one at home number three on our top five list chivalry I do believe that chivalry is alive and well in the land of high standard man (laughs) Yeah. One chivalrous act in particular has me every time. It's the greenest green flag. I'm looking twice if someone, if a man holds the door for me, Mm -hmm. particularly if I'm holding the door for someone or people, because I, you know, I like to do that as well. Like just hold the door for strangers. Yeah. But when the guy comes up, and reaches his arm over you, holding the door to grab it from you. And then gestures like, no, after you. I'm looking <laughs> twice. I'm like, oh, and what's your name? I'm looking like, are you married? Where's the ring finger? <laughs> um, that is, I don't know what it is about that. But I think it's because it was like the very first chivalrous act that I remember as an adolescent. Like being in high school, I would always hold the door open for... People like students that were coming into class, the first period bell was about to ring. So there's like a constant stream of students, and me being like the slightly too extroverted gal who had a um, leadership first period. So it wasn't like that important that I was on time. I'm there. Holding the door like, almost like the welcoming <laughs> committee, like yeah, hi guys, okay, come in, come in, come in. But it it wouldn't break, so I was literally holding the door for probably like thirty seconds to a minute plus at a time. And I remember one of my guy friends, he would come up and he would do that exact same thing. He would grab the door, like reach over my head, grab the door, and he's like. Kind of like this sweet little bashful smile. Like, no, after you, ladies first. Yeah, and I melted. And ever since then, that has been like it for me. Like, I genuinely will think twice about the guy if they do that. I like start analyzing. I'm like, hmm, is he cute or did he just hold the door for you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, any chivalrous gestures that you like that get you? Yeah, like that? I mean, I mean, okay. Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm wearing heels and we're going somewhere where there's stairs, I want your hand on like the small of my back. I want it there. Oh, that's so romantic. It's cute. It's not weird. It's not creepy. It's cute. If I'm into you. And it's respectful if you're not like, I wouldn't be creeped out if a guy friend of mine was just like right there to make sure I don't fall. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also think that there's been like concrete times where like someone's picking me up for the first time to go on a date and they like get out of their car or like, yeah, get out of their car to open the door for me of their car. And that's always sweet. In order to be a high standard man, you have to be a good communicator. There is no like, oh, I get uncomfortable talking about my feelings. Oh, I'm avoidant uh, with a high standard man. No. Agreed. Communication is key. I know that's a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason because it's true. (laughs) It's such an underrated skill, truly. And like, nothing is sexier to me than you being able to be like, I really like you. I really like the way this is going. I want to see you. I want you. That is so hot. Like, stop playing hard to get, stop trying to do the chase, like, just fucking tell me where you're at and I promise you I will be wetter than if you were trying to play (laughs) any games I I'm thinking like even if I wasn't interested in the person but like you know how sometimes you go on a date and you're like "Eh, I don't think this is the one like "Mm." but if they were that communicative I might be like oh let me think twice because green flag yeah and that goes with like asking good questions on a first date to everything to like initiating uncomfortable conversations to bedroom talk. I'm sorry, the easiest way to have better sex is to communicate better. I I fully agree. I, yes. And I won't say too much more on that because you know how I get a little like (laughs) private life for me, (laughs) but feel free to elaborate if you would like, because the people probably want to know. Well, how are you supposed to know what someone likes if they don't, clearly tell you like I can't read your mind for the people that get uncomfortable with saying kind of direct things while you're in like an intimate space I promise you the other person just wants to know because they're just trying to make you feel good like yeah just communicate it saves relationships like the earlier men understand this the, the quicker yeah. they get to orgasms <laughs> when do you think you realized that in your life or like young adulthood like when were you like oh communication unlocks so much um probably around the time I turned 25 yeah kind of just stepping into your stepping into your own I don't need to care as much about what you're thinking about what I have to say, like, I'm going to communicate. And if you don't like that, then great, nix it, we'll go our separate ways. But to just really show up in the relationship with your thoughts and communicate them is probably mm-hmm. the best way to quickly get to know someone. And also like, see if you guys are compatible. Mm-hmm. Don't hide, don't go yeah. back, don't hide things. Don't like, oh, but are they going to think that like, I'm da 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 because I said that, like, No, just that's what you want. You got to say it. 100%. And there's no point in like playing it cool and trying to be chill. Yeah. Like if you want something, make it known. And I promise you, your confidence will go up. The amount of time you'll spend looking for dates will go down, but that's because you'll have better quality dates and more high standards. Quality over quantity. If I'm dating someone and they, I can read their body language, right? So I can tell that they, something is up, like Mm -hmm. they're frustrated, but why communication is important is because yeah, I can read your body language, but I can't read your mind. So if you're giving me attitude or just maybe like not attitude, but I can tell something is up, I'm going to start thinking. The brain is going to start working and I'm going, did I say something? Did I like come in too hot here? Like what's going on? Why, why is he a little upset or why is he kind of irritable right now? And I'm all of these thoughts. If you could just tell me, Hey, I actually had a, like kind of a bad day. This happened. So I'm just in a little bit of a funk a mood right now. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to be quiet tonight. Cause I'm just, I don't even have like the mental brain power to mm-hmm. give you my all. That is hot that is so <sighs> hot communicate like, I'm me. so sorry babe but that's I'm so, so sorry hot. <laughs> I respect that I'm gonna put my airpods in and I'm gonna have a great time cooking it up in the kitchen now without worrying like is he being so weird tonight yeah yeah this is what I love in a high standard man the growth mindset I heard Kristen Bell once say that her husband, Dax Shepard, is addicted to growing and learning or something like that. Like he's just addicted to growing. He's got this growth mindset. He loves it. And I've never forgotten it. I think like to me, that is one of the sexiest traits because that's also the growth mindset is also kind of saying like this person wants to be better tomorrow than they are today. Granted, you know, sometimes you take two steps forward, one step back, whatever. But overall, like this person wants a full life and they want to continue to get better and better. So that's also telling me that if I'm in love with you in this moment, I'm going to I'm gonna be more in love with you down the road because you're only getting better and we're only getting better. So it's kind of this like idea of long-term success. And I think it also in turn sort of tells me that... I can take a safe bet and I can like, this is a confident bet if I'm betting on our relationship because I believe in you since you're believing in your future self. Does that make any sense? (laughs) Yes. I, to put it in my own words, what I'm getting from you is just, you're attracted to someone that like, wants to be better every single day. And it truly is working on themselves and wants to bring themselves up and like you with them type of thing. I think it also just like the idea that like you're growing kind of fosters a great, great type of relationship. It really gives people um, the space and like room to grow gracefully and learn from mistakes because not everyone is perfect either. Like if everyone could just adopt the growth mindset, that's great. But why I love it in a relationship too is because yeah, then like if something, if there's a something happens and we don't communicate on something like it's not that we're doomed as a couple it's like okay well that's something that we can work on and next time in a situation that arises down the road that's very similar to this we can learn from it and we might not make that same mistake and I guess going back to the whole idea of like then the long term is more promising it reminds me of um I just recently read Jay Shetty's book eight rules of love did you? Oh, I love that I, I need to read that one. It was really good. But one of the key takeaways from that book was like longevity and like length of a relationship does not determine the strength of a relationship. And the key deter oh god, what's the word? I'm really gonna fuck deterrent. this up. Deter deterrent determinant. Do yeah, determinant. Perhaps. Determinant is that a word? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go with it. Mm-hmm. Sounds smart. You want me to ask Siri? Um, the key. <laughs> that word determinant of what makes a strong relationship is repair. So it's how people come together, come back together and like heal through arguments and grow together. I need to read that book. I think if someone adopts this growth mindset, it also means that like inevitably, you have to be pretty observant and open minded to even see what areas need to be improved. And like, to me, that's also just hot. So it like kind of, umbrellas so many other great qualities (laughs) self-awareness is so hot so hot i freaking love it no this makes me like hopeful it's it's making me smile because i'm like i know that the person i end up with is gonna have all of these qualities so that's why that's why i'm a little happy camper right now i feel like now you just need to start sending this to guys after like a second date and be like by the way i have a podcast you should listen to this episode If you can check these boxes, like, yeah, we can go on a date. I also feel like this is us, like, speaking it into existence. Like, the manifestation mode is activated. Oh, what would be cute is if down the road, I'm, like, we're both happily in love, and then we replay this episode, and we're like, yeah, they check all the boxes, or (laughs) mostly the boxes. They passed the third date comedy show test. (laughs) They have the growth mindset. What movie or TV show character would you fall for in real life? This is so bad. There's only one that comes to mind and it's such a red flag. Um, What? (laughs) After all these green flags, you want to throw us with a a red flag? Yeah, this is completely off topic because I don't, I don't know. I can't think of like a kind hearted man that I'm attracted to in a movie, but I can think of ones that I'm majorly attracted to that are not high standard men. (laughs) Like, I like to watch the drama, but I don't want to live the drama. Theo James's character in The White Lotus, he played Cameron, that, like, super wealthy. Him and his, like, wife were so cute. They were fucking all the time. And they were, like, in Hawaii. And I was, like, so wounding, hardcore. And then I was like, oh, my God, he cheats on her. This is awful. (laughs) 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 Why you saw that coming, though. My gosh. It was, like, the first frame of him. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's a player but i think i was like i was going to say it's a red flag because i'm so attracted to like those types of like successful sexy ass men but they're not good for me sure but there are successful sexy ass man men who are good for you they exist I too guess. but again no one's going to write guess. a script with them because like like yeah it's boring and we love to watch the drama ted lasso <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not like physically attracted to Ted Lasso, Theodore Lasso, to Jason d- Maybe back in it, like maybe a few years ago. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Okay. That's a side tangent. I'm thinking immediately the notebook. That is so on brand for me with my like Ryan Gosling affinity. But, yes. Yeah, Noah from the notebook. Like what a kind, loyal good-hearted, good-natured, faithful man. What do you want? You. <laughs> I want you. <laughs> I will say, when you said Ted Lasso, I had my wheels spinning to wreck some. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. High standards man. And I also, like him and Blake Lively, their relationship is like couple goals, relationship yeah. goals. They're funny. They're cute. You can tell they care a lot about each other. They both have like wildly successful careers. Definitely. Yeah, yeah their goals. I also like that they're like sort of somewhat slightly private. Like they do the mm-hmm. they make fun of each other on Instagram and whatnot. But the fact that they kind of keep like their children low key, and occasionally they'll talk about each other in interviews. But for the most part, it's like they're saving a little bit of that intimacy. For just them to make that intimate and sacred for themselves, you and I think that's to. very important in the Hollywood industry. Anyway, AB audience, um, let us know what high standard characteristic is on your non-negotiable list. In the yeah, do we miss cross- any? I'm sure we missed a few. I can't Fine. ask for too much in life. <laughs> just, just just hold the door and have a growth mindset and be funny and kind, communicate and well. Take- Communicate well and make me a priority and make your intentions known. <laughs> That's not yeah. asking too much, basically. Well, friends, you can keep up with Mackie and all of her crazy shenanigans and also my crazy shenanigans on the interwebs. Hit Mackie up, follow Mackie at Mackie underscore Ray. I'm so bad at this. Let's try it again. I'm going to keep this in, but we're going to try it again. Keep up with oh, the webs <laughs> On the interwebs like what accent was that I don't know we're gonna get better I'm not cutting this out of the podcast follow Mackie Ray on Instagram at Mackie underscore Ray and you can follow me Jesse, at Jesse Ray Price and no we're not sisters but yes we have the same middle name I love you the interwebs how are we this slapstick happy we're crazy <laughs>